you know, they would rather run away than bite you, Kendall. They, they're going to see one of us and think, I want to eat that. They, they'd realize, no. That's like if we came upon a silo of corn. We'd be like, I'm not going to eat that. No, I'll, get, I'll go away. Well, I still don't want to be around them. And just like that, and just like that. This has nothing to do with Watergate. Watergate. To Is the watch work? Is the watch work? Where's Jerry? Where's Jerry? Where's Jerry? You can't do anything about your life. Tell mama, tell mama. Tell mama, tell mama. Sure. 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 Hey, Cliff. Oh, gosh, sorry. My eyes were blinded because that guy over there carrying that tray of newly cut forks, you know, aluminum silverware forks, it it was the light. He was shining it under that, you know, infrared light and just bounced right back. I hope I can still see tomorrow. It was sort of jarring, Kendall, but not in a jar factory. We're at the jar factory. We're at this. It's a very shiny place. <laughs> Bright and shiny when they coined that. Uh, Cliff, we're at the Smack Over Aluminum Cutlery Plant. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's very shiny here. Oh, Kendall. Yes. Gosh, the shininess has already just thrown us all off today, but... Here we are, and we're not going to let that stop us. Nothing's going to stop us now. Nothing's going to stop us now. That was beautiful. Look, you like the whole plant stopped to look around to hear oh, that. Oh, sorry. As, no, no, I'm not Michael Bublé. Go Josh, back to no, cut Josh your spoons Goldman. out. Yes, go mold those. You know, this is a fancy, the aluminum silverware factory. It's in the you know, region that where we live, the Busheltown surrounding counties and areas. It's the most fancy of all the silverware factories around. Well, you know, I never knew that knife, but butter knives were made that way. They, it, it, like, they just stamp out forks and spoons, but the knives, they have like two parts that they solder together and then fill with cement. So it has like weight to it. I, I, look, it had like a little centrifuge that put the, put the cement in there. You, I can't believe you didn't know that they were different parts because I've had old knives that have fallen apart. They break in two, they just fall apart. Cause uh, you know, after years oh. and years of Heaps of butter have been spread with them, Kendall. They just fall apart. And it doesn't, you know, I'm not uh, Galileo. Well, who was the guy? Not Galileo. He's not who sat <laughs> under the tree. Not oh, Copernicus. Uh, Isaac um, Newton. Sir Isaac Newton. Newton. He was the one. I'm not Isaac Newton. I don't need the apple to fall on my head. I don't need silverware to fall on my head to know that. But uh, can this is not even a <laughs> I can't show. Even follow what the hell you're talking about, but continue. <laughs> is all I, I, all that is to say, this is not a show about silverware. What no. is this show even about? I've long since forgotten. Oh, Cliff, well, it's about a couple things. It's about this first half. We're going to talk about turtles. Don't you love turtles? <laughs> so slow. I love them because they're taking their time. Yeah, well, it's sometimes slow is good. Of course, didn't you see that Andy Griffith show episode, Man in a Hurry, where the guy, he came to Mayberry and learned to not be in such of a damn hurry. Come I on. saw that, and I saw that video about the tortoise and the hare. Right, uh, who didn't grow up watching that video? We all loved Lots it. We loved it. It's slow and steady. That's what we're hoping. You know, eventually all other podcasts will fall. But we will be there in our slow and steady pace is what's going to be. We were one of the first ones here. We're going to be one of the last. Don't you just have that feeling? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because eventually. I definitely do. 
We've been for a while at peak podcasting and nobody can. This is why our ratings have dropped because there's now 10,000 other options. When we started, there were three podcasts. It was like uh, when I Love Lucy was on, there were three channels. You were bound to be a hit. But now uh, it's, you know, but eventually some other form of bullshit will come along and take some of these people away and it'll be, you know, the curve will build we'll down build top toward, again <laughs> and we'll <laughs> still be here. That's the point. Our stick to and yeah. like the turtle, not unlike the turtle, the turtle, the turtle. We never knew turtle. when to quit. Yeah. Well, we never did Kendall, but you know, speaking of turtles and tortoises, cause it was the tortoise. And the hair. Do you know yeah. how to even tell that apart? A tortoise and a turtle. <gasps> um, no. <laughs> well, biologists may say, of course, we all know, bi- scientists, you can't trust them, right? No, I'm just kidding. But biologists <laughs> say they're all turtles. But turtle is simply an umbrella term for 200 types of turtles, tortoises, and terrapins. Well, hot damn. Uh, wrap them up in cellophane. Tortoises live on land and have feet like a little elephant. Tortoises can't swim and are popular pets, but don't do it. I say don't. Uh, but, you know, the turtles, their feet look a little bit different. They have flippers. They call them flippers. Flippers. Well, now I know how to tell the two apart. Right. Look at them and say, do you have flippers or do you have (laughs) elephant feet? And depending on how they answer you. Um, Cliff, yeah, you said we've had stick-to-itiveness and so have turtles. They have been around for more than 200 years. More than 200 years? Wow. Yes. A lot. Just 200. So they're relatively new species. Long time, Cliff. Longer than us. <laughs> Longer than us. Not, you know, not not that long in the scheme of 200 years, huh? Interesting. <laughs> That's what it says right here. <laughs> One would uh, we'll do some fact checking. We'll do some fact checking. Might have been around a little bit longer, but, you know, who's going to... Who, you know, Kendall must know what he's talking about. But, you know, <laughs> don't you wish that you could do this thing that the turtles do, Kendall? They wear their bones on the outside. A turtle shell's not a single piece. Did you know this? But it's made of over 50 bones fused together. And they wear most of their bones on the outside. The top part of their shell is called the carapace. And the underside is called the plastron. Both sides are joined by a bridge. Turtles can build a bridge. Between their carapace and their plastron. And all marine and aquatic turtle bones are spongy and light to help them float. Don't you wish we were a little bit lighter and a lot less spongy? (gasps) Yes, I do. Um, You know, it makes more sense to wear your bones on the outside anyway. A lot more. They've got it going on. A lot more protection. A lot more protection. Well, over 200 years, Cliff, they figured some shit out. (laughs) It only took them 200 years. (laughs) Think of the time that human Dude, beings okay. have had to <laughs> evolve, and yet the turtles have done it in merely 200 years. It's like the now, spirits doing it in one night. Now, Christmas wait. Carol. Now, just hold on a hold second on, here. Hold on. I asked Charles the contractor to come in here and transfer my notes over onto my iPad so I could see them better. You know, my eyesight's going. And all my notes from the writers. And he did not put the part that said 200 million years oh. ago. He, he left the million off, so million. I was close. I was close. <laughs> well, we, you know, we all make mistakes. What are you going to do? We all do. We all fall short of the glory of God, Kendall. <laughs> Dear, someone is talking about God in video. I'm so happy you finally decided Hallelujah to do a fruitful boys. episode. <laughs> Praise Christ, of course. Well, we were, we were talking about turtles. Close Ooh. enough, though. We were. Now, <laughs> Mrs. Potter, but a better turn. You have brought us here to the aluminum silverware factory because you, this is a pretty esteemed position. 
that you're going to have. You're a, a design consultant, right, for their new spring <laughs> silverware. It's it's just been a matter of time before I could get around to the silverware factory because, you know, I've loved silverware my entire life. I've loved polishing the silverware, and I loved all the things about the silverware, like the where it comes from, the French meaning coutel. Oh, dear, I just love silverware so much. I'm so glad I could finally put my two cents in. Oh, oh, oh it's, you know, my dear Mrs. Potter, 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 she's been up all night polishing her silverware, oh, just to really get in the right frame of mind for her design consulting. But I know, Sugar Lump, you're going to do a beautiful job because you've got the most impeccable taste I've ever known. Oh, <laughs> Incredible, Thank you. dear. Yes. Well, and we were up all night using our silverware. We were. I was. Mean my my wrist. I don't know if you can hear it cracking from over there. I'm, I've tried to cover it up, but it, overuse. Overuse. Simply from overuse. <laughs> Now, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, which came first, the spoon, the knife, or the fork? Oh, I'm dying to know. Let me guess. I think the knife. No, no a lot of people think the knife because no. that's where the name of the cutlery comes right. from. Here, but the so spoon I was came going first. With. The spoon, well, for the ice cream. That does make more sense oh. now that you... <laughs> and, and soup, dear. And then oh. the knife came, and of course the fork was last. The, the church was very against the, the fork at first, dear, because it reminded them too much of the devil. Oh, God. Now, Mrs. Potterbutterbutterturn, do you think that silverware has gone as far as it can go? Or is there some other... Is there a missing fourth thing that we need to eat with? Well, dear, it's funny you should ask that. You see, at one point, they did try to make lots of more other silverware. Really? But it seems that Herbert, yes, dear, and Herbert Hoover actually said enough is enough Uh. because they were using too many materials to make all these things during wartime. And also too many polishing things were going on at night, so they decided to keep it at what they had. I guess the more you have, the more you have to polish. That's true. Yes, well, and it wasn't them polishing, you know, it was their servants. Oh, yeah, the workers. Ugh. Yeah. Well, what were some Terrible. of these other silverware things? Like the some sort of oh, egg dear. spoon or something? Oh, they had all kinds of things in mind. They were going to make all kinds of different inventions to separate eggs, like you said, dear, and try to bread-cutting knives that were specifically for different kinds of breads. They just wanted to make as many as they could because people would buy them. Oh, 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 oh my. <laughs> the American consumer. <laughs> what won't they consume? <laughs> this, is, this is fascinating. We need to do an episode about cutlery. Well, I think we just did, Kendall. This, this is <laughs> covered all the fascinating. Now, uh, oh, there's that man over there. Is that one of the guy? Is that one of the design team that's waving you over there? Oh yes, Dave. Oh, I must get over there and talk to him right away. Oh, yeah. oh good luck, Sir. Oh, thank you, Mister Spoonman. I'm on my way. Oh, oh um, so she's in quick and she's out. In quick. quick and out quick. She knows how to do it, like a, a knife through butter, hot knife through butter. Ooh, doesn't that sound good? A hot knife is always good, Kendall. You know? <laughs> well, the butter and the bread. Oh. Uh, Cliff, you know, turtles can be, uh, some are carnivores, some are herbivores, wow. and some are omnivores, oh, just like my. people. <laughs> just like people. It's just <laughs> like, and just like people, they're all different shapes and sizes. Kendall, some are just tiny and some are gigantors. Just like people, just for like sure. But I, I saw a video just not just yesterday, in fact, where this woman was like, "Well, it's that time of year. It's time to bury our turtles in the backyard." Uh, I'm like, "What?" And there are uh, these box turtles that hibernate, and you dig down 24 inches, and you well, they do this normally in the wild, but they like dig a hole and they just throw dirt on them. And everybody was commenting, and they're like, "What in the hell? Take it inside now. We don't we don't live in the past. We live in modern day." But isn't that crazy? They just bury their turtles and they dig them up in the spring. Well, you know, when it comes right down to it, nature is just so weird. Like, it just, there's no point in that. There's no point in, you know, these lo- locusts and cicadas or whatever. They come, they live in the ground forever, and then they come out once 
to have yeah. sex and die for two seconds, and then they they the other ones live in the ground. It doesn't make any sense. What kind of god would allow these things to go on? I don't know, but you know, I, I, now what do you think? Do they do these turtles? Maybe they need that, or should they have been kept in the shoebox inside or whatever? I don't know, Cliff. I'm not a turtle. Know. I can't answer that. I don't know. But I, it is just—it's just weird to think that just throw dirt on top of them. But you know, it is weird. But you know, as we've said before, people do the weirdest, weirdest things. But you know, this is something I don't wish to have in common with a turtle. Turtles don't have any teeth. You might have thought that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles having teeth implied that real turtles did. But no, that was the teenage part of them. This this is the, oh. uh, the yeah, uh, the real ones don't. A turtle uses <laughs> a beak-like mouth to grasp food. The beak is made of keratin, the same stuff your fingernails are made of. Oh, it seems like they'd be too brittle. Um, Cliff, now, have you ever had a turtle for a pet? Uh, no. Have you? I did when I was a little kid, yeah. And my mother got must have gotten sick of it because she told me one year, much like this video that I saw, she's like, we got to let it go outside because they, they like to hibernate. And, and the, like, but then the next day I came back and the turtle was nowhere to be found. She's like, oh, he must have dug under the ground and went away. I, I swear she just did that to get rid of it to and be like, yeah, they go underground. And then she like gave it to somebody, I'm sure. <laughs> oh. She always had good ways of getting rid of animals like that for me. I think the best case scenario is that she gave it to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now, did was yours a snapping turtle? No. No. I have seen snapping turtles before, though, at, at this little pond we used to fish at when I was a kid. I was always afraid of turtles because of that scene in Ernest Goes to Camp where the snapping turtle snaps onto his face. Oh. And I just assumed that yeah. would happen with any turtle that I came across. So I was terrified. Well, that was terrifying. And wasn't there a... Wasn't there a big like turtle face in in Neverending Story or something that ate things? Oh, I don't know. I was everything about that movie was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it was. But did you know turtles? They spend so much of their lives, most of it, in fact, in water. Oh, doesn't that sound like a good life? Oh, what a good life it would be. Because you're buoyant. Buoyant. We're buoyant. We could do that. Now, tortoises, yeah. on the other hand, as we've said, the elephant-footed are land animals. Uh, Their feet, round and stumpy, are adapted for walking on land. They dig those burrows. Just like ours. Yes. And terrapins, whatever the fuck they are, they live on land and in water. Usually in swamps. There's probably a bunch of them over in the West Specialtown swamplands. Now, do you know they all turtles lay eggs? Lay they lay eggs, do they? They do, and like those seeds. Isn't that a dumb thing? They, you know, they you've seen them getting out of the out of the ocean, lay them on mm-hmm. the, and they're running back. They can't think of another better way. Uh, you know, but it it must be some sort of evolutionary thing uh. where they. It controls the population because, like, some of the birds eat them. So that it's like only the strong ones make it to the ocean. Only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. The ocean is a scary, tough place. So you got to be strong to survive. So that's why they, they're they like, if you can make it into the ocean, you you can make it through anything. It's dog-eat-dog world down in the ocean, Kendall. For yeah. sure. For sure. I oh, <laughs> But now, did you know this? I think this is fascinating. The length of their lifespan. Do you know? I don't. Do you have any idea? I have no clue. Well, a male turtle. 200 years. <laughs> about 200. No, this is just your average turtle, not your gigantic sea turtle on the uh, the Darwin Island or whatever that is. Yeah. 10 years for a boy turtle. And how long for a goyle? 30 years. <laughs> 30? Oh, my God. My mother must have read that. She was like, we got to get rid of this thing. She's like, I will not have this turtle <laughs> when Kendo is married and gone. It is dead. Yeah. Uh, Cliff, now, they don't have vocal cords, so oh. they produce a hissing, a hissing low-pitched sound to communicate. What do you think that sounds like? I don't know. Something like that. 
How can you? It's hard to low pitch a hiss. I know. <laughs> that was pretty good. See, well, I've got perfect pitch. See, see. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna see if I can play a sound of a of a turtle hissing. Okay. It looks like he's about to any moment. Oh, it's real. You can barely hear it. It's like, oh. Yeah, so. Kind of anticlimactic, if you ask me. Well, well, you know, it's all right, Kendall. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. <laughs> now, sea turtles don't retract into their shells. Isn't that crazy? What? I guess they could drown, probably, if they did that. But, no, sea turtles don't. They don't do it. Well, where do they retract to? They don't retract to shit. Kendall, they're just there. <laughs> That's just sad. Sad. When you think, oh, gosh, I didn't mean to bring us down talking about <laughs> that sad <laughs> sea turtle fact. Well, they also shed their skin. Oh, but just not like, like humans. A, no, but yeah, well, yeah, no. like humans. I was going to say, unlike snakes, they don't do it all at once. So yeah, like humans, they shed it in little pieces. Little pieces, little bits here and there, little skeleton pieces. What do you think, Kendall, if you could choose one aspect of the glorious turtle to adapt as your own, what would you choose? I like the bones on the outside. Because mm. it also hides whatever fat. You can't get too fat because you only got a certain amount of size you can go. <laughs> I guess that's true. Right? That's true. You know the clothes are going to fit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And what about you? Oh, me? I would say that <sighs> probably just having no teeth and having a bill made of fingernails <laughs> to eat with. That's, I would... I was going to say, no teeth, just hang in there long enough and... <laughs> <laughs> and then my dreams will come true, Kendall. And that is not a joke. It's not, but these are. It's time for some bad jokes. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got some good ones for you, Cliff. I've got some real good ones. Oh, Good. Now, Kendall, I have a question for you first, yeah. okay? Okay. Now, there were ten cats in a boat, and one jumped out. How many were left? Nine cats. No, none of them, because they were not copycats. Now, Kendall, how did <laughs> Noah see the animals in the ark at night? Uh, Floodlighting. Oh. And, oh, gosh, this was a big to-do. I don't know if you saw this on the news, but what happened when 500 hares got loose on Main Street? Well, the police had to comb the area. Oh, my God. Glad they knew what they were doing. <laughs> Thanks uh, to our boys in blue. Cliff, Lena is listening to the news as she's making dinner, and it's rush hour around St. Paul, and she knows that her husband, Ole, will be on his way home from the office. As uh. she's putting things in the oven, she hears a story about a car going the wrong way on the interstate, and she immediately calls him to let him know about this because he needs to be careful. He says, are you headed home soon? He said, yes, I just got on the interstate, and I should be home soon. And she said, well, be careful. They're saying some maniac's going the wrong way on the interstate. He says, one maniac? There's hundreds of them. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, no. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible traffic jam coming. <laughs> Kendall, what do you give a dog with a fever? Mustard. It's the best thing for a hot dog. And why Ooh. do the French eat snails? Ooh la la. <laughs> they don't, don't like know. fast food. <laughs> Kendall, these, are, these questions are rhetorical. Why do cows have <laughs> hooves instead of feet? Oh, because they lactose. And Kendall, a man walks into a zoo and the only animal was a dog. It was a Shih Tzu. Oh, Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. You little Shih Tzu. Cliff, a little boy, he said, Dad, I've decided I want to get married. And, and the dad says, wonderful. Do you have a girl in mind? He says, yes, Grandma. She said she loves me and I love her too. And she's the best cook and storyteller in the whole wide world. And the dad said, well, that's nice, but we have a small problem. 
And the boy says, well, what's the problem? He said, she happens to be my mother, and you can't marry my mother. And the boy says, why not? You married mine. Oh, God. He's got a point. Got a point. Got a point. Kendall, why is the bee's hair always sticky? Because it uses a honeycomb. Oh. Oh, what animal has more lives than a cat? Well, frogs, because they croak every night. Hmm. And what do you get from an overly pampered cow? Spoiled milk. And finally, uh, for this uh, little thing here, what is a cat's favorite breakfast? Mice Krispies. Oh, hilarious, Cliff. Hilarious. I wish I had some Mice Krispies. Uh, Cliff, this guy's going down the road driving with his friend, and he just drives right through a red light. And he says, why'd you drive through the red light? And he says, my brother, my brother does the same thing. I don't know why he said that, but that's what he said. So they drive along uh, and cuts through another red light. He says, why'd you do that? He said, my brother drives the same way. They come to a green light, and he stops. And he says, why'd you do that? He said, my brother may be, may be coming the other way. Oh, God. Brothers. Can't live Brothers. with them. Can't live without them. <laughs> Kendall, who makes dinosaur clothes? A dinosaur. Kendall, what pine has the longest needles? A porcupine. And finally, forever, what do you do if your cat swallows your pencil? <laughs> you use a pen. Oh, of course. Oh, Cliff, those oh. were some those were some great bad jokes, and I've got to take a break so bad because I've got so to use bad. the bathroom, and then I want to go check so those forks bad. out over there. So bad. I hope there's not a line. This they just you know this is a shift change here oh, at the God. silverware factory. Okay, I gotta go. So, all right. We'll be right back. Always come back for seconds of Cliff and Kendall. See you after the break. <laughs> I can't believe this. You know, gravy train's really been improved. Look how the guys go for it. It's a big improvement because Gaines just added a natural beef flavor. Improved gravy train even looks different. And dogs can taste the difference, wet or dry. Tests show they prefer its new beefy taste over old gravy train three to one. It's fully nutritious, too. New gravy train, a big improvement in taste. Right, guys? <laughs> Coming in at 9.0 on the Richter scale, but a 10.0 on the laughter scale, here's Cliff and Kendall. Yes, 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 yes. Bravo, 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 bravo. The turtle, the turtle, the turtle. And just like that, and just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Oh. 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 The t- the t- turtle, the t- turtle, the t- turtle. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Kendall, can you, I'm sorry guys, hold on one second. I meant to do this in the first half. Kendall, can you name all four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, let's see. Michelangelo, Raphael, um, mm-hmm. Luigi. No. no. They were all they were all famous painters, right? So uh, Raphael. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> can I remember Michelangelo? Uh, <laughs> Rembrandt. Uh-huh. No, I know it's not. Uh, no. Why can't I think of the other turtles' names? I know Shredder. Uh huh. It can be hard to remember. It was Donatello, Donatello. and Versace. <laughs> no, Donatello and Leonardo. Oh, of course, of course, Leonardo, like Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo. Now, I Ninja Turtles. I liked them when I was little. It's not something that I go back to, but I did love that. The movie that that first oh, movie yeah. that came out, 
as a kid. Oh my god, I loved. It. I had the posters. Uh, so I had so many Ninja Turtle movie posters. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. We were obsessed with Ninja Turtles. Dear, I don't want to disturb your your discussion about turtles, dear. But we we do need to get back no. to the line. <laughs> yes, we're very busy, Mrs. Butter Butter Butterturn. She has lots of designs to approve. <laughs> oh, well, dear, they're they're making one with little lace on the front. It's it's white paint on the outside. It looks like little doilies. <laughs> oh, I know it's going to be the runaway bestseller, dear. <laughs> well, we, we're not going to hold you, but we do have some hot subjects that we need to talk we, about. Just a few hot oh, subjects. My goodness, it's, dear. You think oh, that's a, a good I, idea now, here at the, I at the factory? I don't think it's the time or the place, boy, now, for hot subjects of any kind. You, I, you, I seem to remember you telling me it was always the time for hot subjects or something like that. No. <laughs> it sounds like something somebody said at some point, so we're just going to go with it. Kendall, yeah. now I have a hot subject here for everybody. And then this one is, well, it is on. It, it is shockingly on topic. It's a celebration. Let's. We got to celebrate this. You know, we were talking about turtles a few minutes ago. Celebrate good times. Come on. And this is about a two-headed tortoise named Janice who turned twenty-five. Janice is not your average twenty-five-year-old turtle, though. Janice also has two heads. Two hearts, two pairs of lungs, and two distinct personalities, and would not have survived long in the wild as he can't retract his heads into his shell, because he's got two of them, everybody, if I didn't mention that. This is a two-headed tortoise, 25 years old, named Janice. (gasps) But anyway, he resides at the Geneva Natural History Museum, where he is watched over very closely and their watching and loving has lasted two and a half decades everybody janice you know is a greek tortoise named after the two-headed roman god of beginnings and transitions and also has a you know they had a big party when they were 25 but that's not all well you know he's in constant Surveillance, so it's you know a hot subject because he's he, on death watch. He's on well, constant like us. He's been on death watch for years, and you know, and he survived a bladder operation in 2020. He needs treatment with Vaseline to stop from getting sore when his heads rub together. And uh oh, Kendall, sometimes those personalities can clash. You know, the right head they say is more curious and more awake. And it has a much stronger personality. <laughs> the left head is more passive, but loves to eat. Kendall, 25-year-old tortoise, two heads, hot subject. Well, you know, I would say two heads are better than one, and they yeah. are. Ooh. But Not when they're coming out of the but, same hole, I don't think. That poor tortoise. <laughs> but isn't it a lot to put a tortoise through, like to... To like have to put Vaseline on their head. Like at some point, it's like just let him go. Like he's lived long enough. Just yeah. let it die. Let oh, it die. Oh no, I think it must be the Lord's will if that two-headed oh, tortoise yes, is still on the earth. <laughs> you know they say that God knows all of the numbers of the hairs on your head, boys. So I think he would very much notice if a two-headed turtle went missing. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, dear, and he makes no mistake. So dear, it's just the better to see you with with two heads. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. That's true. That's true. It's hot subject, no matter what. Ooh. I think. We can all agree that on that. Definitely was a hot subject. Um, now, Cliff, this hot subject, I'm worried about even bringing up. It's so hot. I mean, I'm really worried about it. I don't know if you've heard about this, but a Massachusetts man has pled guilty to dowsing the bewitched statue of, you know, our our the wonderful bewitched woman. Yes, uh, well, Samantha. Forgot her name. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. Uh, in red paint, it said he w- he got 18 months of probation after pleading guilty because he said he was just bored, didn't have anything to do. Oh, dear, they need to find something for children to do so they don't pick up things like paint. Oh, I've long been worried that there would be a streak of 
paint dousings. <laughs> and now it's started to happen, boys. We've got to nip it in the bud before it becomes a nationwide craze. Well, I'm glad we're all in agreement on this statue <laughs> paint thing. I think give him the chair. If you're going to do something to a Nick at Night statue... <laughs> give him the chair. You, you've made the last mistake. That's enough. That's enough from you. That's all I got to say. Agreed. Agreed. Here on Fat Court. <laughs> Kendall, now this is something interesting. Uh, I'll let you it is I, I declare that it is interesting a JCPenney store I'll be the judge <laughs> of that alright Judy a JCPenney store at a Pennsylvania mall oh and this I identify with this so closely because I worked for JCPenney for four years, not Ooh, not in a yeah. Pennsylvania mall, but uh, this store was closed temporarily when what but a deer wandered into the store and made its way into a dressing room. Oh, dear. Employees at the Qdoba restaurant at the Park Center Mall in Lancaster said the deer entered the mall through a door near the eatery and ran into the nearby JCPenney. I guess they must have had a big BOGO sale that morning, Kendall. <laughs> Witnesses said the deer wandered through the store and ended up in a dressing room. The Pennsylvania Game Commission was contacted, and personnel responded to escort the deer back outdoors. The JCPenney store remained closed Thursday afternoon. I assume that the employees were just so traumatized by a deer. I would have been, if I'd been working in the men's <laughs> department and the damn deer runs into the dressing room, I would have said, oh no, I'm out for today, guys. You better call animal control. Well, yeah, I was going to say, let's be clear, whether they were traumatized or not, everybody was like, you know, let's, I think we should just go home for yeah. the rest of the day. Close the store down. Close it. Close it down. That sounds like something wonderful out of out of a church children's book, dear. A wonderful oh, deer showed up. Yes, we'll have to remember to tell that little story to Fonky and Opie. I'm sure they'd love to hear the one about the little deer that got lost in the mall. Oh, I bet they would, dear. Oh, probably. When you put it that way. It was hot, Cliff. Hot, it was hot. Hot. It was hot. Well, now this one, this one hits a little close to home for us. Mm. I don't know if you remember. Both of us got so many jaywalking tickets when we lived in LA, just like left and right, because we just couldn't wait. We couldn't wait to cross. And they have just, just, just going into effect the Freedom to Walk Act. There, it's no longer going to be. Uh, we're going to get a ticket. If you're crossing when it's safe to do so, you, you won't get a ticket just for walking across the street. That's good. Yeah, that's good. All right, well, I've got a hot subject over here for us, Kendall. I was worried for a minute that this one was not going to be hot enough. I'm no longer worried about that. <laughs> this, uh, you know, this. You never know what people are going to find hot, Cliff. I guess that's true. Got me there. A Diwali celebration at a mall in India created a new Guinness world record for the most people lighting oil lamps in a relay. The Lulu Mall in Lucknow gathered 350 store workers and customers at the shopping center to participate in the lamp lighting relay for Diwali, a religious festival of lights in the Hindu, Sikh, and Jain religions. I never heard of Jain, but I guess it's growing fast. The relay lasted for 30 minutes, and all 350 lamps were successfully lit. Can you imagine being in the mall and the excitement? This is another reason if I'd been at Penny's and there was a relay for 40 minutes of <laughs> somebody lighting oil lamps, I would have been like, i got to go out and watch this. I'm sorry, somebody else watch the, the men's department, okay? Uh, Guinness World oh, that Records... That sounds incredibly dangerous. Oh, yes, but I do like that they're bringing back the wonderful old technology of an oil lamp. It sounds charming, a little nostalgic, dear. Reminds me of oh, well, the yes, old dear. days my Uncle Pepperoni used to light an oil lamp every evening as the sun would set. <laughs> he called it oil lamp lighting time, boys. <laughs> every sundown. Oh, oh well. that's a good story. That that must have been fun. Oh, uh, well, hot subject. That's why they call them hot subjects because they spark such debate. <laughs> I thought it was hot because they were lighting them up. Well, I got I got one final one before you, before you guys go. Uh, this is in Maine. Uh, they are cleaning uh, up the roadways uh, 
by removing vulgarities from the license plates. Evidently, you know, people, you could choose what you want your license plate to say, and people would throw the F-bomb out and all kind of different things. Oh, no. And they're, they're, in Maine, they're just saying, you know, I'm okay with freedom of speech, but get yourself a bumper sticker. We're not going to put on our license plates anymore. Oh. oh! Well, I think it's about time. I'm shocked and dismayed that there was offensive words on government property. Oh, my, sugar lump. I'm disgusted. Oh, me too, dear. We should get back to our to our silverware designs. I don't want to hear any more of these terrible stories. Oh, no. Yes, dear. Let's go. Oh, I oh, think Mr. Mr. Spoonley's over there. Oh, Mr. Spoonley, we're coming right back here. I'm sorry for our target. Well, I thought it was hot. Well, you're going to have to eat some humble pie for that one, Kendall. <laughs> oh, I would love to eat some pie. Bring it on. Do you know the origin of the phrase humble pie? I've looked it up before, but I can't remember. Oh, lies. You've never looked it up. You had no clue. No, I have looked it up. I love to look it up. <laughs> you got no idea. I, of course. I still don't. <laughs> Lucky for you, I was watching the Great British Bacon Show earlier today, and I learned it. And see, see, learned people like me are watching the Great British Bacon Show, learning, oh, yeah, learning all these yeah. important things about history through that way. While the, you know, things are proving in the proving drawer. But anyway, Kendall, humble pie comes from the olden days, you know, when the venison. 200 years ago? Yeah, about 200 years ago when, you know, the dawn of man. <laughs> Turtle started, yeah. Uh, yeah but, you know, the, <laughs> the lords and ladies of the manor, they would eat the venison and, you know, the uh, cooks and the Cleaners and the crew, the servants, they would eat humble pie, which was pastry surrounding the awful, awful guts, the lungs and kidneys and, you know, the innards, the leftover parts of the animal. And they just put a pastry top on it and have them a piece of humble pie. And that's where it came from, Kendall. Oh. According to the BBC, those, those poor people, and they had to to polish all the silverware while they were eating the humble pie. Imagine they're you know they probably stank of silver polish. <laughs> no, that Cliff, I do. I look all these things up and then I forget them. So I'll just tell you the most recent thing I looked up, yeah, please. just in case I forget it when it comes around. Please do. Um, you know, you know why they call it the drawing room? Because you would draw, uh, you, you people like your, your French girls in the drawing room, Leo now, now and Kate Winslet. I thought, and I thought it made a lot of sense. I was like, oh, it's where you would have your portrait drawn. That makes a whole bunch of sense, right? No. Uh, I, if I'm building a house, I'm definitely going to include one room just for when I need my portrait <laughs> drawn. No, in the olden days. But anyway, it's way better, way better than I ever thought. It used to be called the withdrawing room because you would withdraw from what you were doing to like have some coffee or tea. And I thought I would I think we should start calling it withdrawing room again. I would much rather I gotta go to the withdrawing rooms. Too much excitement for me. Yeah, it's kinda like the break room. Like the chill out yeah. zone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I don't know why they didn't call it the chill out zone way that back then. That does make sense because it's like, oh, shall we withdraw to the drawing room? Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. Anyway, Cliff, let's move on to our second topic. We're getting to so late in the show. Oh. And I'm glad because I'm terrified of them. Uh-oh, it's good because it, it's late in the show. Tarantulas. Tarantulas. Tarantula took to the hills. <laughs> he did indeed. <laughs> Kendall, now the tarantulas, do you love They've been around two to three years. <laughs> They're a new species, just created. They yeah. just came out. No, okay, no, wrong again. Wrong-o. There are a thousand tra species. Did you know this? I did. A thousand species. I'm scared of all of them. Oh, well, technically, there's 999 species and room for one more. Oh. Uh, but oh. no, Kendall, I just said that to get you on the side of the tarantulas using uh, Haunted Mansion <laughs> lingo. A Haunted Mansion reference? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Kendall, what I found 
extremely fascinating. Speaking of word origins, the first spider to be called a tarantula was actually a type of wolf spider, which is not even a member of the tarantula family. Did you know this? No. It's native. I did know that. Oh, well, it's native to Southern Europe and was given the name tarantula centuries ago as a reference to the city of Tirano in Southern Italy. And w- I'm sure that's how they said I'm it. I'm sure we've we've talked about this before, and I don't this I don't know how this is true. This is dumb. A type of dancing epidemic known as Tarantism, not Tarantinoism. That's when you're a big fan of uh, Pulp Fiction <laughs> and all that stuff. But Tarantism was prevalent in Southern Italy. You had to watch out, or <laughs> one day your parents would come home and find you dancing uncontrollably in the drawing room. But anyway, no, the Tarantism was prevalent back then. These are the jokes, folks. And many people (laughs) at the time reportedly believed it was caused by a bite from these wolf spiders. People thought, oh, God, they're dancing. They've been bit by the spider, by the tarantula. While the exact cause of the Tarantinoism and other dancing plagues remains unclear. That's one for Robert Stack. It was witches. Could have been witches at this point. Dance, dance till you die. Yeah, but probably they were all under a spell, exactly like in Hocus Pocus 1 and 2. But the word tarantula endured, even though people no longer think that dancing is caused by spider bites. And it later came to be applied to other large, hairy spiders in the Therophosphidae. The Therophosphidae. The Therophosphidae a species of tarantulas <laughs> and the dancing itself. Now you should know this, you dancing with the stars person, you the dancing itself, which has been variously described as a symptom. You know, you got to remove the cause and not the symptom, but not the symptom. <laughs> or, or treatment for the spider's bite helped give rise to the infamous or no, <laughs> just the famous <laughs> Italian dance known as the Tarantella. Oh, I, I never got, I wasn't, up to the Tarantella level of dancing. You know, we stopped just you before weren't. that. No. Oh, no. You didn't get your Tarantella belt. I didn't that get it. That is a shame. Well, you know, there's always the next hundred years. Cliff, the next hundred years. The thing that's terrifying about tarantulas is that they can lay a clutch of up to a thousand eggs in a web. Uh, quit trying to make clutch happen, Kendall. Let's say, <laughs> just you mean just a big wad of babies in their webs, J-Rod. That's what they're called, Cliff. They're called a clutch. Can you imagine, J-Rod, if you were walking by a web and you're like, <laughs> you saw a whole clutch of a thousand, how many did you say? 10,000? A thousand. Oh, well, 1,000, that's bad enough. Tarantino tarantulas. Whoa, God. Would no, you, I, what, I, what would you do? I would die. Oh, no. I would fall over dead right there. It's just too many. They call them spiderlings, and I many. don't. No thanks. It's just too many. Now, Kendall, I am a little bit jealous, as a, you know me, a bald Uncle Fester type. I'm jealous of their, you know, all that hair that's on them. But you know, it's not even <laughs> really hair. Although I would, I'd settle for it. You know, but one of the most <laughs> distinctive traits of many tarantulas is the presence of bristly hairs on their bodies, including their legs. And although it looks <laughs> like hair and is commonly described as such, spiders and other arthropods do not have true hair like mammals do. Mammalian hair is mainly made of keratin, like our fingernails. Fingernails also made of keratin. And like our hair, while arthropod setae consists largely of chitin, which everybody understands that, so I'm not even going to bother just going further explaining it because it's so clear. Well, they're like little, you know, when spiders get mad, they like flick those hairs on the back of their body at you. And they're like, they like can stick in your skin. They're like little porcupine needles. Oh, yeah. They rub off on predators. Ooh. Oh, and they flick them. What imagine? Oh, God. The bristles are barbed, and they can become lodged in your eyes, Kendall. Oh, God, causing irritation and pain. I'm already irritated enough. Awful. Awful. And they live for, like, they can live up to, like, 30 years. So if one got loose in your house, you'd have to move. (laughs) But can you imagine? What a fun... This needs to be a story. Write this down in our list of ideas for children's stories. The turtle and the tarantula 
friends for 30 years. 30 years of friendship. Because they can both live for that long. No, I bet that tarantula would kill the turtle in the first year. Oh, no. It would just pull itself into its thing. And then, you know, and then they would say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fling stinging barbs of hair at you. And he'd say, it's okay, I understand, you know, but don't worry, Uh, you know, I don't even have teeth, I just have this bill made of keratin, and he, you know, and they would say, well, I've got hair, but it's not made of keratin, it's made of chitin. (laughs) Well, Cliff, you know, just like, this just works out perfectly, that you're terrified of frogs, and I'm terrified of spiders, because some tarantulas live together with small frogs. Oh. Isn't that, isn't that, and you know, when I went to the zoo, I saw this enclosure where it had like big tarantulas and all these little spot, uh, these frogs in it, and I was like, oh, they must be poisonous, that's why the tarantulas don't bother. No, they love to live together. The odd they, couple. You know, they say, where do a bird and a fish make a home? Maybe right fucking next door to the frogs and the tarantulas. Yeah. Okay. Now, what I think is funny is how scared you are of them when they are harmless, basically harmless to people. Tell that to the to the wasp and the bugs they're eating. Ah, uh, well, I, I said to people like you yeah. and me, Kendall. But it is worth noting that while the real tarantula is basically harmless to people, some large spiders, idiot people, commonly confuse them with tarantulas. And they are full of toxic venom. So there are some, but not a real tarantula. And most, you know, they would rather run away than bite you, Kendall. They, they're going to see one of us and think, I want to eat that. They, they realize, no. That's like if we came upon a silo of corn. We'd be like, I'm not going to eat that. No, I'll, get, I'll go away. Well, I still don't want to be around them. Uh, maybe except for this one tarantula cliff that has the best name ever. Its scientific name is the Alphopelma Johnny Cashy. It's a species of tarantula that takes its name after country singer Johnny Cash. They they discovered the tarantula in Folsom State Prison. And so they were like, no. what do we call it? The Johnny Cashy. I hope it's always wearing black. <laughs> it's, all, it's always wearing black. It's always got black on. It's probably probably wears black because it's going to so many funerals to other tarantulas because they're hunted. Did you know that tarantulas are hunted by something? They're not the alpha predator you make them out to be, Kendall. Good God. Quit your defamation. Tarantulas may seem intimidating to people like Kendall, but these hulking spiders are still commonly eaten by a bunch of other animals. Many general predators, you know, general ones that eat anything, another Cliff and Kendall characteristic, including snakes, lizards, frogs, and birds, possums, mongooses, fox, coyotes, and they also are the primary target of some predators that specialize, namely a group of spider-hunting wasps known as tarantula hawks. These large wasps, can you imagine that one of these flying by and stinging a tarantula right in front of you? They sting tarantulas to paralyze them, then lay a single egg on the spider's body. Then the wasp seals its victim in a burrow where its offspring will feed on the still living but paralyzed spider once it hatches. Oh, my God. Well... I mean, now that's not nice, and and I I don't want to say they had it coming, but mm. they um, had it coming. They had the, it coming. The thing that's scary. They only had is adult- themselves to blame. If you'd have been if there, if you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I bet you you would have done the same. Kendall, I could just see you now. It's true. Paralyzing a tarantula, laying an egg on it digging a hole, putting it in there, and just laughing as your children eat it alive. Sounds like a good Saturday night to me. (laughs) Um, Cliff, adult tarantulas can survive for years without food because they have such an efficient digestive system. So that just goes to show you, you can't like try to starve them out. They will stay around. I'm too jealous of that fact of the tarantula is that now that would be my pick is what you have so you have to pick another one what trait of the tarantula would you want in your own life oh god uh that's a that's a hard one um 
I, I guess, okay, I guess like how scary I would look <laughs> to like scare people away because nobody would mess with me if I looked that scary other than the wasps. Other than the uh, think, oh, oh my God, those wasps, that is terrifying. That is pretty scary. It's so horrifying. I'm going to keep these tarantulas in my prayers tonight. It is <laughs> so ridiculous. But now, you, did you know that you know, they come out at night? They say the freaks come out at night, tarantulas. They're nocturnal hunters. See, I, I already have that in common with them. Zoinks! Uh, Cliff, now, they have really uh, odd mating rituals, too. I don't know if you Tell me know about this. it. Tell me about it, Janet. Cliff, they deposit their sperm on a silken sperm web, and oh. then the, the male tarantula collects the sperm using arm-like limbs, and then he begins searching for the female by tracking her scent and silk, and when he finds the female's burrow, the male tarantula taps the ground, lets the female know, hey, I'm ready to go, and the female tarantula wants to mate. The male initiates the courtship by dancing, doing the tarantula, uh. and through the display, a male lowers his head, shows his abdomen, and shakes his pedipalps, which are those two little front things. Oh and God! This is also, kid, the kids get out of the room. Well, I should have I should have did a warning there. They also drum on the female silk, and uh, if the female is interested, she will she'll either ignore him or she will try to attack him, and that's how he knows she's interested. If she tries to attack him. <laughs> Sperm webs, J Rod. Not just for uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Not just for. <laughs> Catching uh, whatever lizards yeah. to eat anymore. There you go. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Wonderful news. Oh, they've decided to put Mrs. Butter Butter Butterton's picture on the, all the new boxes of the aluminum silverware. Silverware coming out next year. Oh, oh dear, they think I'll make a great mascot for the company. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, they told their investors and stock prices are going up, up, up. Oh, oh well, you should have told us before that we could have bought some stock. Oh. Uh, Kendall, listen, you should not have said you're, you're willing to do insider trading on the air. <laughs> Kendall, they put Martha Stewart away for a lot less than that, okay? Okay. Well, as long as they don't put me in Folsom with all those Johnny Cashy tarantulas. Oh, my God! Imagine! You would think being in Folsom prison, the prison part would be the worst, but nope, there's a bunch of tarantulas there, oh, too. Dear. I don't know what you're talking about, but we're having such oh, a good oh, day. No. Yes. All right. Oh, dear. I think we need to go get some champagne to oh, celebrate yes, this news. Oh, and I'll make some cupcakes to celebrate. Oh, yes. Oh. Extra ride. You can bring some cupcakes back here if you want. Okay. Uh, we're always anyway, Cliff, open for cool. cupcakes. Open for business. Yes. Uh, well, speaking of good news. Good some, news. Some tarantulas are in danger of extinction. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm oh, no. just kidding. The poor, first the there tarantula some. hawks and now you, Kendall. Don't they face yeah, enough hardships in their lives? Not hard enough. Not hard enough, not hard enough. Now, I think I know the answer, but if you had to choose, would you rather be turned by an evil genie into a turtle or into a tarantula? Turtle. 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 Because, I mean, just think, like, okay, if I'm a male tarantula and I'm trying to mate and the only way that she will even show interest is trying to attack me, that's ter- I am being attacked by the thing I'm terrorized at, you know? Like, I can't do <laughs> yeah. that. I see. I'll be your lifelong, thirty-year companion tarantula, because you had me at one phrase, Kendall. Sperm web. That's all I need to know. <laughs> well, there you go. And there you have it. And there you have it. Uh, I do. <laughs> and just like that, I do want to get some of those cupcakes before. Before they're all gone, because I know the moment she pulls them out of the <laughs> oven, they're going to be grabbed up. Well, I think we have plenty of time since we're at the silverware factory, and she's got to go home and heat up the oven. Oh, no, she's over there in the kitchen, in the test kitchen, making them now. <laughs> Why do they have a test kitchen? That's it's a cutlery factory. They're making silverware. That's not a, you, that's not a, that's a break room. It's, that's, that's their drawing room over there. Well, they got to test that's, them out. Well, I'm going to the withdrawing room then. They don't have... A, Curing pod things in test kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> Got to 
vending machine. How many test kitchens have you been in? <laughs> well, I think I know, Kendall. Let's just let's not get into this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know your way around the kitchen. I think I know the difference. <laughs> All right, uh, this is this has been Cliff and Kendall, coast to coast. Every week, we'll be here next week. We'll see you then. Have you ever heard of water? It exists for all of us. Have you ever seen all the water? So much water. Take a big drink, cause it's meant for us to drink. It kinda makes you think. It kinda makes you think. It kinda makes you think. Have you ever heard of water? How much should I drink? Have you ever heard of Eight cups or what? If I was a rooster, I would cluck and cluck and fucking fuck and cluck and fuck and fuck and cluck and fuck and cluck and cluck and fuck and cluck. I did not follow that.